Welcome back to Anchoritis. My name is Aaron. Thanks again for joining me on this uh, Friday evening. It is about 8 o'clock where I am right now. I really enjoy sitting down on a Friday night and doing these. I really... There are a lot of things I could be doing, but this has increasingly started to become kind of my my recap of the week. The dogs be barking. What are they barking about? I think they're just fighting with each other. Anyway. Jeez. I thought it would be quieter if I kept them in there, but it's not turning out to be so. (laughs) Anyway, this is increasingly becoming my favorite time of the week where I get to kind of process some of the thoughts that I've had throughout the week and get them down in some form. Um, It's kind of hard for me sometimes to express myself. Um, And doing something like this where I have to speak it out loud or writing something down or something like that really gets me to start putting things into perspective. And this week I want to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, And it's about introverts. So I want to, I want to dive into this a little bit more. I know I've talked a little bit um, during the, uh, episodes where we did the Myers-Briggs personality test or the Enneagram personality test or any of the other ones that we've done. Um, One thing that has come out of that for sure is that I'm introverted. Um, I want to take you back a little bit further than that, though. Um, I don't know if you recall, but last time we talked a little bit about um, how we took a personality test at work. One second. I have to open my LaCroix. I have to have a LaCroix. Thank you for your patience. Um, but I took the the more standard Myers-Briggs one for work um, personality test. And that was the first time I felt a little validated by a personality test. I felt very, very... Yeah, I mean, validated, I think, is a good word, because they were saying a lot of things about me that really resonated. And, I mean, just kind of on a surface level, though, it wasn't getting that deep. And so I really thought that that was the first time I really knew I was an introvert, where it really clicked. Um, And the things about an introvert that I learned were just so eye-opening um and i could see myself in in those attributes so that was kind of the first time that i really started to think wow i'm i'm kind of introverted but even then there was this weird connotation to it where it felt like i was it felt like they were identifying that i was an introvert but then they wanted to try to help fix me and they wanted to try to find ways for me to to cope. Um, and since then, especially taking this newest Enneagram test and doing a lot of soul searching, I've really started to think that there isn't a whole lot that needs fixing and I'm not perfect, like obviously, but the things that make me unique and different are the things that kind of make me an introvert. And so by feeling like I have to 
change myself to to my core. It's just not the path I think I'm going on. And I apologize if this whole this whole entire podcast here is probably going to be very rambly. I'm going to lean into that. I really want to be authentic right now. Um, especially since a lot of people do not listen to this podcast. So I'm trying to be as authentic as possible. And in, in my introverted mind, sometimes I have to slow down a little bit and process things and think about how I'm going to say it. And maybe I might repeat things several times and ramble a little bit and go on and on and on and on. (laughs) That's what I do. But anyway, I'm trying, I'm trying it in this format. I really want to just explore some of the thoughts I've had about introversion lately. And my end goal is to create something, I think I want to create something on YouTube, like a 10-minute video, maybe less, that just kind of says, hey, I'm an introvert. Here's the things that I want you to know about me. And it'll get kind of real, but I want something to be able to point people to, to say, hey, if you want to learn more about who I am, then here's something I made. Because one of the biggest things about my personality is that I I do have a hard time expressing myself. And it's probably why I gravitate to the creative arts like I do. It's definitely why I gravitate to podcasts because I can talk things out in a way that it doesn't feel like I'm talking to someone directly, yet I feel like it's better than just talking to myself. I do this weird thing. I don't know how weird it is, but you tell me. I don't know if you do it too, but if I'm alone in a car, I love just talking out loud to myself. Don't get me wrong. I love talking to other people who are in in the car with me. Of course, Ashley, I love talking to you. <laughs> but there's something about being alone and talking out loud. And I don't know if I don't know if that makes me weird. Um, you tell me. But there's something about it, and that is the same feeling I get when I'm doing one of these podcasts. It's just a it's a time for me to process everything that has gone on in my head and put it out in the world. And I don't do anything with it. I don't record it. I'm probably a lot more a lot more willing to explore things that I don't understand in that format, even even that I don't understand, like even things that I'm not as comfortable exploring on this podcast because it's just me and I know it's just me and that's not going to get out of the car. It's just me. And so it's fun to be able to kind of explore things where like, I just want to say it out loud, but it's, you know, maybe it's not a completely formed idea yet. Maybe it's something that I'm trying to figure out. Maybe it's a problem at work where I'm trying to figure out a, a complicated issue. And I just want to say something out loud without any judgment or anything like that. And so I do that a lot. And so I feel that this podcast is very much that same thing. I feel like it is my opportunity to get things out in the open. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this. I know I've been talking already, but I want to do a video that kind of outlines at least how I feel about my introversion. And I I really don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. This is the crisis that I'm in right now. So I want to be able to tell people that like, Hey, I'm an introvert. Um, if it looks like I'm kind of disconnected or I'm sitting by myself, it's not because I don't like you. Um, 
It could be for any number of reasons, but nine times out of 10, 9.5 to 9.8 times out of 10, it's not because I don't like you. It's just because I, I have this internal dialogue going on where I'm thinking about something or I'm doing something or I'm daydreaming, honestly. And so sometimes I just don't think about like, how am I being perceived by the people who are sitting around me? And that can be a fault, right? So I'm not saying that the, that I am an introvert, so you need to accept every little thing that I do. That can be to a fault. So there are things I need to work on, but yet I want I just want people to understand that social interactions, especially in large groups, just wear me out. I can do it. I can put on the face. I can smile. I can laugh. I can be outgoing. But oof, it wears me out. And this is kind of the problem I get to in my life. I have I have a job that requires me to be on a lot of times, less so than I think other people. Like I know people who who work where I work that are a lot more social than I am. And they know that I'm not really as, you know, in the same way. I think some people understand that, but um, it still requires me to a lot of times get out of my comfort zone. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that occasionally, especially people of my personality type, we need to be challenged because we need something to strive for. And a lot of times that can be as simple as, okay, I'm going to go to that party. You know, I'm going to go to that event. And yeah, it's going to wear me out. And I'm going to know that ahead of time. So I'm going to make, I'm going to take little steps to try to make sure that I'm prepared for it and that I have time after to recoup um, so that I don't lose my mind and get depressed or lash out at people. That's that's kind of the, the, the current way that it's manifesting right now. Um, sorry if I'm sniffling. The weather has changed here, and I'm, I don't know if I have, like, allergies or something, but I'm sniffling a lot more than I used to. Um, I don't recall where I was, so I'm just going to keep going. I apologize if this is just a random stream of consciousness, because that's probably going to be what it is. Buckle up. But I just want people to understand my mentality. And that becomes increasingly hard when I don't think that I'm very good at expressing myself especially on the fly. I need some time to kind of write down my thoughts or think about what I'm going to say. And being put on the spot is not, for me, is not good. I, I can't do that. I need some time to think things through. I need some time to process. So anything, anything in my life that gives me that time, I would gravitate towards. So when, I'm, uh, when I had a hard day at work, there's nothing better than coming home having some dinner, hanging out with the wife, playing with the dogs, and then putting myself in a Lego project. I've, I've started resorting all my Lego again since the move, and that's therapeutic. Or building a new set, um, or doing this podcast, or playing video games. I mean, I know that video games get a, a bad rap sometimes. Because people just think, oh, it's a waste of time. You're just wasting your time. This is horrible, whatever. I understand. 
I understand it can be like it can be to that extreme, but for a lot of us introverts, games are such a way for us to escape. They really are and a way for us to recharge. And I guess it's just giving our minds something to kind of maybe it's like bubblegum where your mind is kind of just it's not working too hard right but it's just chewing and it's just kind of working and that kind of like works the kinks out and all the things that are in your brain that are kind of stopping you up it kind of just lubricates all that and gets everything flowing and so i understand people's hesitation with video games and a lot of people saying how can you be a 32 year old and still play video games that's childish but to those people i would just say you don't understand what i need to to recharge and maybe there'll be one day in my life where i won't need that and i can step away from it and say i've outgrown that officially but um i don't really play that many i i do maybe an hour or so and then i'm kind of like okay i'm i'm good you know um but sometimes you just need it. Sometimes it, for an introvert, you just you need to have some activity. For others, it's reading. I know for my wife, it's reading and listening to music. Um, she is also an introvert, as you as you saw from from last week's episode. We're going to be diving into that a little bit more with her. But some some people um, need to recharge by taking a nap. Which I'm not a big napper. I, occasionally, I do if, if I'm actually tired. But I know my wife likes naps too, and that helps her recharge. And um, honestly, I think too, and I don't know if she'd agree with this, but I think cleaning for her is also part of her recharge. She wants to just come home sometimes and just be like, let's just let's just do a deep clean to everything. And she keeps our house so clean, but sometimes she wants to just even get deeper, and she just feels better when the house is organized and clean. So I think that's part of her way to decompress. And everybody has their way to decompress. I think that's the key takeaway, that we're all kind of the same in that respect. The thing with extroverts, and, you know, if any of you extroverts out there want to correct me, I don't know, but from what I have read, they get their energy from people. They get their energy from being in a crowd. They get their energy from always having someone around to do things with. They get energy from people they're essentially feeding off of other people's energy and that's what recharges their batteries so on a on a week on a weekend they would rather go to the ballpark and watch a baseball game with a bunch of other fans and they just feed off that energy and they feel great they'd rather go to a busy mall and just people watch because they're just getting that energy so what i want to get across to people is that we're all trying to recharge our batteries in some way. There is some kind of weird mental battery that you that all of us have. And some of us use more of it, some of us use less, but we all at some point have to recharge it. And that's the only difference between us is what we use to recharge it. Some of us are running on gasoline and some of us are running on electricity. And it's, you know, it's similar power sources, but they come from different places and it's different. And so that's really what I just want people to understand is that it's, it's different than I'm, I'm different than you and not in a, like, look at me, look how great I am. I'm different, but just that 
that understanding that, hey, that's just the way that he is. That could go a long way. Understanding and just going, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that about you. That's okay. But herein lies the problem. Because I'm so introverted, I, and I don't think I'm the most introverted person in the world. I really don't. I think I I can function pretty well. But the problem starts to become when I don't think that a lot of people know who I am. I think that a lot of people think they know who I am. And that kind of irritates me. (laughs) When someone is like, oh yeah, he's a such and such. Even if they hit the nail on the head, it irritates me. Because I, I look at them and say, I never shared that with you. Like that is not something I've opened up to you about. In fact, I feel like I'm, I, sounds bad. I feel like I haven't been genuine with you. Uh, and so how, how in the world could you possibly know what I'm going through or what's going through my head? And um, I haven't fully ex- like explored that feeling yet, but there's something to that, definitely. But this is the problem is that I take so long to get close to people. I have maybe a handful of friends, maybe, um, and only like one or two that I consider like really good friends. And most of them are extroverts who kind of hunted me down <laughs> and uh, do it and don't, they allow me to say no when they know that I need the time. I feel like I can be honest and say, hey, I can't do X or Y right now because I'm just worn out from work or from whatever it is. And I almost never get grief from them. And that's the best kind of friend an introvert can have. We can have extroverted friends, but they just have to be understanding extrovert friends. But my problem is I I, I have such a hard time making friends. Um, and it's only because I move so slow. I have all these ideas in my head like, man, that would be a cool person to hang out with. And then it just... I'll give you a good example. I'm not going to name names, but if these particular people are listening to the podcast, I'll probably know I'm talking about them, but that's fine. There's a guy in the church recently who who started coming and we have so many interests in common. And although I I believe to my knowledge he's very extroverted and I'm just not. But we would have conversations about all the stuff we have in common and it's just like we need to hang out more. And I even told them like, Hey guys, like it was a couple and like, we want to hang out with you, but it just takes me so long to get there. Like I'll find time. Like I have a hard time saying next Saturday, let's just do it because I'm like, well, I I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel after work on Friday. I don't know what this week is going to be like. So I have a hard time nailing down plans like that, but I keep saying I'm going to do it. And then Inevitably, something happens, and that person moves away or just kind of isn't in my life anymore. And I wonder, that's happened several times, so it isn't just this one thing, but I wonder how many times that's just because they reached out and I didn't reciprocate the way that they thought I should. And so they just kind of were like, well, okay, I mean, if you don't want to be friends, that's fine. And that's not it. Like, that's not it. It's just, I I need to get one-on-one with someone, and I need to get 
to that level before I really can feel like we're really good friends. When I can have you over to my house, like that's when I'm like, yeah, we're pretty good friends at that point. But getting to that point is like pulling teeth. It's like pulling teeth. Um, and that is something I need to get better at. So I'm not hiding behind this wall of introversion as a as an excuse for everything that I need to do better. And I think that's another thing I want people to understand, that it's not a suit of armor that I can hide behind and say, well, you know, doesn't matter. I'm an introvert, so I don't have to put myself out there. I don't have to try. That's a temptation for sure. But it's not something I'm going to do. I want to try to figure out um, a good balance. Everything is about balance in my in my mind. Everything. Everything in moderation. Everything in balance. And I think that's how you become healthy is just finding that right balance for you. Mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever the case may be. So these are kind of some of the thoughts floating through my head. And I think you can tell they're very um, disjointed, right? And so I'm trying to find a way to get that down in paper. So I thought this would be the perfect idea is to go ahead and just do this freeform ramble, get the gunk out of the head, like all the rambly stuff. And then I'll be able to probably write some things down and really get to the heart of what I want to say. Um, so the other thing we're kind of, I'm not sure if I want to talk about this part or not. Let me think for a second. Normally, um, I'd edit something like that out, but I don't think I'm going to, because I think that proves what I'm saying, that I sometimes just need a second to process. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to talk about this. I think I'm going to talk about it because, number one, not a lot of people listen to this. Um, and number two, if you do, it's probably because you really want to get to know who I am. And so you'd probably find it beneficial. So we're going through this right now with our church. Um, and I'm not speaking ill of the church at all. We love it. And that's kind of the problem is I feel like they don't know that. (laughs) I don't think they know how much we appreciate them because I feel like they might think we're aloof and that we don't want to be involved. And that's not, that's not the truth. Um, we're just, we're introverts <laughs> and we're internalized people and we're constantly thinking and feeling and processing and sometimes we don't have anything to say and so that can make it seem like we're just not connected and um, that's something we really need to work on like that's a, a big source of stress right now and it's something I want to try to face head on and so I started looking up articles for like, how do other introverts feel the same way in church? And if any of you attend church, I think you you know that it's a very extroverted culture, right? It's very much like get up out of your seat and shake the hand of everybody around you and go meet someone and, you know, hug people and shake hands and all this stuff and share share every little detail that's going on in your life. And for somebody who's introverted, that can be really hard, really hard. And it gets to the point where like a lot of introverts are just like, you know what? I just don't need church. I don't get enough out of it to make it worth it. 
And I don't want to get to that point. So I was looking up some articles and I came across this book and I've actually seen this book before and I never read it and I don't know why, but I finally was like, I got to read this. Um, this book is called Introverts in the Church. It's by Adam S. McHugh um, and it's Finding Our Place in an Extroverted Culture. And this book is really great. Um, I think I'm going to try to find some other books about introversion that are less uh, religious only because um, I want different ways of expressing it. This is a very religious way to express it, and I think it makes a lot of sense to a lot of people, but to some people it may not. Um, but the first half of this book is just great because I feel like if a pastor or someone in a leader position were to read this, I think that they would understand a little more about what we're going through, and that's really all we want. I'm not expecting the church to change for me. I'm just expecting a little bit of grace and understanding um, while I try to process and go through this whole this whole thing. Um, and the last thing that you want is an introvert who will pretend. Um, you can't do that for very long. And I think any of you who are introverts here listening to this understand that. You can only put on the extroverted mask for so long until you start seeing cracks in it and until it gets just too much to handle. And so if you decide one day, you know what, I'm just not going to be an introvert. I'm going to put myself out there. You might have some good experiences, no doubt, but also your, your mask will start to crack a little bit. And or at least me, I guess I should just speak for myself. My mask cracks a little bit when I get under the social pressure and that can lead to outbursts. Uh, we talked a little bit about the subterranean anger a couple weeks ago. Uh, that can lead to that. Um, and so I don't want anybody to change. If anybody's going to change, it's going to be me. But it's going to be the correct way. And it's still going to be, I'm not ever going to change the fact that my fuel is silent time and alone time and maybe video games or maybe uh, building a Lego set. I'm not going to change those things. But I think I can be a little more aware of like what my little more aware of where my line is. I think that would help. But anyway, this book is amazing. Um, the first half is great. Talks a lot about just how our minds work. Second half is kind of more like, okay, so you've understood that. So now how can you serve in the church? And I'm not as as interested in that side of the book. Um, I think it's great, but um, I kind of have my idea of what what serving looks like, and um, I think there's some great things to glean from there, but I kind of just want people to read like the first part of it, like it's how introverts relate to church. So this is going to be a good book that I'm going to keep handy. I bought three copies. <laughs> I bought the audio version to listen to myself because I like to listen to books while I do other things. Finished it, went on to Amazon, bought three copies thinking about giving one to my pastor just so that he can hopefully understand a little bit more of what we're going through. Um, I'm just, one of my worries is that he, he won't take it the right way. Um, and that's my worry in general about sharing this kind of stuff is that people won't take it the right way. I think there is a um, stigma around introversion that it's antisocial, which by the way... Sorry, I didn't mean to throw that down that hard. By the way, can I just address that elephant in the room right now? Uh, introversion is not 
antisocial. That is not what it means, and you really need to stop saying that, and you need to stop joking with people and saying, oh, you're just antisocial. You got you to stop that. Like, you got to quit because, number one, it sure doesn't make me want to hang out with you anymore. That's for sure. But also, it makes us feel like you're, we're not understood, 100%, because it's like you don't get it. You don't get why I might want to sit on the outskirts or why I might not want to try to shake a hundred people's hands. Like you don't get it. It doesn't mean I'm antisocial. In fact, with the people who are the closest to me, I'm very social. I'm very sharing. I'm very invested in those people. But just because I'm not invested in every single person who happens to cross my peripheral vision doesn't mean I'm antisocial. Antisocial personality disorder is something way different. And that is something that uh, I think all of us who are introverts would just love it if you would just quit saying that. Even if you think people are antisocial, don't say it. It doesn't end well, regardless of... It just doesn't. That's a, that's a pet peeve. So that's one of the other things I want to try to address is like pet peeves like that that are like, look, don't say that to someone. Like, I'm not trying to compel your speech or anything like that, but it's like, just know what you're doing. You're pushing people away. And um, I seriously wonder how many introverts, I'm going to look something up. Uh, how many introverts are there? I wonder if there's any stats. Um, yeah, the problem is there isn't like one way to be an introvert. Um what percentage of the population are some kind of introverts? Okay, so researchers are estimating that up to 50 to 74% of the population are introvert of some, huh, of some type. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, so I don't know how, I guess just from people taking personality tests and then they probably do some math to look at, okay, well, given statistics, like this is how many people are probably likely to be and introverted as well. Um, but anyway, that's that's quite a bit. So what I wonder is how many people out there are feeling the exact same way that I am. And because they're introverted, they're not comfortable talking about it, number one, especially just two random people. Number two, they're feeling pressure from their work, from their church, from any other social thing that they would go to. They're just feeling pressure to say, you know what? It's easier to just put on the mask, do the thing, and then come home and curl up in the fetal position. Like some people just think that that's what they need to do. And sometimes you do. You need to buckle up and just do something, even if it's hard, even if it's going to wear you out. It's like exercise, right? Like sometimes you just got to buckle up and do it. Um, but I wonder how many more people feel this way and they're just not comfortable saying it because we live in such a culture of that values people who are extroverted and put themselves out there and especially in religious circles, especially in the church. It just feels like if you're not doing, you're not a part of this. If you're not go, 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 then we want nothing to do with you. And there's just so much more to life than what you can do. There's so much more to life than what what you physically do, right? Um, there's so much that goes on in our heads that is important, that is good work, that is needed. And a lot of us, 
sit back and observe a lot and we see things. Um, and sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it's a curse, but we see things and we get gut feelings and we're like, well, based on what I saw, this person here, they might not be such a great guy because I have a feeling this might be going on or something like that. And we don't speak and um, bring those things to light because number one, we're not sure how much of that is just us speculating. And number two, like no one, no one asks for that. No one wants that. And so it's hard. It's really hard. And I think I really would like to know how many more people are out there like me who just don't, who just lack the words to say it or maybe have never thought about it, just accepted that like this is who I am and they never put a label on it, which is fine. But they never realized that, um, they think that, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me. Um, since I don't want to hang out with people, maybe I hate people. And that's, couldn't be further from the truth. It doesn't mean we hate people. We love people, like we really do. Especially certain people. <laughs> people who are close to us. But... We don't hate them. We don't. One of the big things, too, that I'm struggling with is honesty. Sounds bad. But I think that a lot of times I try to avoid people knowing this about me. Probably because I, I deep down thought something was wrong with me, too. And so I would make excuses for not going to some social event or not showing up to church or doing whatever, I, I would make some kind of excuse, and it's not honest. Um, I'm a believer that there isn't really a lot of black, and there's like very little things are black and white, um, but there are some instances where I think our lives would have been a lot easier had we from the beginning been honest with people. And it comes from a, a place of wanting to not hurt anyone's feelings, wanting to avoid conflict because conflict is hard and conflict just doesn't help anything. Like, if we can avoid conflict, we should. Um, but it's hard to be honest about this stuff because you're afraid of how other people are going to take it. Like, for example, I'm afraid that I give this book to my pastor and he thinks that we're trying to say that we don't, think we have to be involved in anything and it's like that's not that's not true <laughs> so there's probably gonna have to be like a conversation that goes along with this book and that's the part i'm kind of like i'm not dreading because we're gonna try to do it one-on-one -on -one. that's gonna be a lot easier but it's just this, this is some deep stuff that really goes into like who we are as people and it's hard to let people in it's hard to let people into that we let people into what we want when we're at work and even when we're at church, we let them see what we want them to see. But when you get them like in our house and we're talking about these complex matters, they're really going to see some of the glimpses of like who we are. And that's scary sometimes, especially for an introvert. That's just scary because we're afraid they won't understand and we're afraid that they'll take it the wrong way and that we won't be able to express it correctly enough 
so that they won't take it the wrong way. That's the big, the big one. Ooh. Anyway, don't get me wrong. Extrovertedness is not a problem. You are who you are. I strive to be understanding of who you are. But all I ask is the same in return. I don't need the world to change for me. I don't need the church to change for me, per se. I need to learn how to live in this world. And that's what I'm doing. It's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. That's what I'm trying to do with my life in general. Finding my place and being understood. And I think a big step in that is starting to be honest with people when, hey, I'm stressed out right now. Like, I'm to the max. And that's hard for me to say, especially to someone like an authority or someone who maybe has, um, in the future might be like, somebody who can help me move to the next position or it's hard to tell people that like I'm just burnt out it's hard but honesty I think is the introvert's way to peace because when the people around you understand how you are they naturally I think will try to help you and try to make you a better person um and if they don't want to help you do that, then you don't need them in your life. You need to cut them loose because they're not worth it. They're just not worth it. So we'll see what happens with this. I don't know when we're doing this. I have the copies of the book in front of me right now. Um, I don't think it's going to be a this weekend thing. i got to find the right way to bring this up. And that's why... Our that's why I wanted to kind of record tonight and just express some of this stuff. But I feel good. I feel like I'm getting the getting the creative juices moving again. I feel like I'm cleaning out the gunk in my head and making sense of all this. But it's such a complex matter to try to like put into a script for a video or even bullet points. That's why I, I I really want him to read this book because the first part just really does such a great job of explaining it better than I can do currently in this current part of my life. It's the best I can do. And I want to know myself so that I can help my future kid know himself or herself. I think it's important. Anyway, so sorry if that was a little bit of a downer, but that was just my little stream of consciousness that I wanted to do tonight. Uh, thanks for coming along on that with me. Um, I hope I didn't put you to sleep. I hope it wasn't too boring. But you know what? At the end of the day, this podcast, Anchoritis, this is mine. This is about me. It may not be the most interesting thing in the world. It may not be an award-winning podcast. In fact, it never will be. I've made peace with that. It gets all of like nine listens. And so to you nine people out there, two to three of which are probably me as I'm editing and uploading, uh, thanks for listening. And if you have anything you would like to say, 
I think that you need to go to anchor.fm slash anchoritis. If you create a free account there, you can call into the show. I will play your call in live right here on the podcast. I'll answer a question. I'll take any advice that you have, anything like that. I, I would love to hear from you. They used to have comments on there and they've taken those off, but they still have call-ins. And so you can, we can hear your lovely voice on the podcast if you want. Um, if not, um, trying to think of another way you could reach out to me. I don't really have an email for this particular show. Um, I should probably make one. I will think about making one. Uh, but in the meantime, if you're listening to this, we're probably friends on Facebook. We're probably maybe friends on Twitter or something like that. You can always find me. You can tweet me at Aaron Bronander, um, B-R-O-N-A-N-D-E-R. If you want to try to reach me that way, that's probably a good way. If you have something you want to say, if you have a thought you want to share, whatever the case may be, if you want to call me a big, stupid fathead, um, that is probably the best way to do it right now. I'll think about possibly putting in an email. I wish Anchor still had the messages. Like, they're like basically comments, and that was nice because then you could just open your phone real quick, and if you're listening on Anchor, and just type something in and send it, and I'd see it. But uh, maybe those will come back someday, but... All right, thank you so much for listening. Um, all the links and everything are in, in the description if you want to uh, go to Anchor and support us there or even support us financially there. That would be awesome, but completely optional. So have a good weekend, and I will talk to you all next Friday. Peace.